Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Rob G, get in here until we can get Rob P in the place. But um, the big news of the day there, there's a few things that are big, but one of the big things, of course, is the situation at Michigan. And we've been, you know, a little stuff's been trickling out and news coming out for the last few weeks. And now after the University of Michigan suspended Jim Harbaugh last week for three games, which would be the last three games of the regular season in the Big Ten, would be uh, Penn State, who they beat without Harbaugh, and then Maryland this weekend, and after that, of course, the big showdown with Ohio State. And that's certainly uh, one of those. The the winner of that will likely head to the college football playoff, assuming they take care of business next weekend or this weekend. And uh, so that's a huge game. Jim Harbaugh, the suspension – had him uh, unable to coach his team for the last two games uh, and and the last three, including this past weekend. And uh, he can coach during the week. So he's running practices and everything just like usual. But he has decided at first he was going to appeal, right? Try to get his name cleared and try to fight the suspension. And now today it was announced by Michigan, that Harbaugh would accept the suspension, drop his appeal, and in his mind, certainly, hopefully coach them in the college football playoff if they beat Ohio State in Maryland. Rob G., what are your thoughts? I'll tell you what, I think when this news first came down, the big conversation on social media, at least, was one of two parties. One, which was good on Michigan, good on Jim Harbaugh for dropping this appeal because when you get in a situation like this where it involves the integrity of the game and you have two very large entities going at it, it's not good for anybody. 
because both sides are going to end up saying something or unveiling something that is just going to make things even worse. So that's number one. The other camp was, oh, so they must have Jim Harbaugh dead to rights. That everything that we think we knew about this investigation, there's much more. It's only the tip of the iceberg. And I tend to fall in that second camp. I believe that Jim Harbaugh and his attorneys at Michigan, when they decided to do this appeal, they were basing it off of the information which was already made public, which had been reported by ESPN, CBS, the Athletic, Fox Sports, pick your favorite outlet. But when you get to the TRO, the restraining order edition, and and you want to appeal the ruling, you're going to get the full scope of everything that they have to determine whether or not this is going to be upheld. And I think when they got a view as to what the Big Ten actually had, they decided, you know what, this this suspension, quote unquote, that I'm dealing with, really not that big of a deal. It really I, isn't that I, big I'm, of I'm only missing game day. I'm doing all the installs. I'm working with my players in the during the week. Let me just take this three games. I think we can win without me being there, even if we don't. Who's to say the college football playoff committee is going to keep us out of the final four, given that I'm not there to begin with. So let's just take these three games, save some, save some face and move on. Well, yeah, I think, look, there is a possibility. There are only four undefeated teams in the country, Michigan, Ohio state, Georgia, and Florida state. And so if Michigan were to lose to Ohio state, say it's a good game, it's a close game. And um, Harbaugh obviously isn't there. Maybe the committee does look at that and say, well, they still only have one loss like just about everybody else in the nation. Their coach wasn't there. Maybe we let them in. I tend to agree with you, Rob G. And now, thank you for that, Rob G. We do have Rob Parker uh, finally got things settled with his technology. Rob Parker. Welcome, Rob. Good to have you in. We're talking What's about happening, the, Chris? How are the, you? I'm great. I'm great. We're talking about the Michigan situation. And um, I tend to agree with Rob G. I don't know if you heard him, but that there probably is more that they don't want to come out. And and maybe not even just related to this. It could be all tight. Who knows what type of information, Rob, comes out in uh, a case like this, right? Stuff that wasn't even out there to begin with, but it is revealed as the parties go back and forth and things like that. Um, it also, in, in, in the best case scenario, I guess the, the Pollyannish view is that, you know, they realize, hey, it's a distraction. At the very least, it's a distraction to the players. It's going to make it, if we keep fighting this, it's going to make it harder for them to uh, beat Ohio State. So let's just stay out of it and, and you know, let them hopefully win these next two games from their viewpoint and we can get in the college playoff and I'll be back. But I I, I think he, he just like, ah... I'll take this because, Rob, this really is very much a slap on the wrist. And maybe it just speaks to that they don't feel like this is such a huge issue. But missing these three games and still being able to coach them during the week and you'll be able to coach them if they make the college football playoff, just missing these three games when you're not an OC or a DC, you don't call the plays. It's really not that big of a deal, so he might feel like he's getting off. Well, where was all that with all the hubbub and Chris? Uh, what's happening? Um, I, I can't buy into the idea that after all the huffing and puffing, and we didn't do anything, and let's go to court, and all that. Now all of a sudden it's okay. 
Like, like seriously, if you want to clear your name or, or, or you really feel like you didn't do anything wrong and you wanted to have your day, they were trying to get a, a stay of the, uh, of the ruling, right? They were trying to get a yep. stay from the court, Chris. They were going on, on a Saturday morning hoping that they could get a judge who was a Michigan fan to buy into what they were saying and what they were selling. It just doesn't feel good to me. It feels phony. If you were really innocent, why is that uh, assistant coach gone? It sounds like, you know, why is he? Why why did he have to resign? And now you say to yourself, uh, why in the world is Jim Harbaugh all of a sudden bowing out? Maybe because he he knows deep down that maybe they have more, and he doesn't want to go any further than this. Right, like he put up right. a stink, but he doesn't want to go any further, Chris, because he'll be embarrassed, and it'll be worse if they continue. Absolutely, most people do do that. Um, Remember the entanglement with the uh, with Will Smith and Jada and August Alsina? At first, it was all a lie. Right. Right? It was all what? Come on, please. It's a lie. Nothing's right? true. None of it's true. Right. <laughs> and then later on, they admit, yeah, yeah, it was real. I mean, that's what people do. I don't know if they think they're going to convince some people or they think it might just fade away like that. But this wasn't fading away, and you were going to have to – face your day in court, so to speak. And like you said, it, who knows what would have come out. And I, I will just say this, Rob. If I'm accused of something that really puts my integrity into question, right, which this does, this absolutely does, because it's saying you're a cheater, I'm sorry. I'm fighting it if I'm not guilty. I'm with you 100%. Right? Nobody's nobody's resigning. Nobody on my staff is resigning, Chris. If this if if honestly we haven't done anything wrong, there's no reason for all that. There's just there's no reason. He clearly the 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 assistant stallion clearly did something wrong. There is a theory I heard a few uh players throwing this around, Rob, and I don't know. I guess it's plausible. Uh, on some level, but that if if Michigan knew what Stallion was doing, do they purpose? Sometimes they might purposely keep the head coach out of the loop, so that he he truly had does not know. So if anything ever comes out, he can honestly be like, I I have no idea. See now that that, that sounds a... plausible on one level, but what I think, Rob, is at some point. You have to go to Harbaugh beforehand and be like, look, coach, we got, we're going to be getting information. We're going to have great intel. Don't ask us where it came from. We're just doing our jobs. We're going to provide ourselves with the best intel for our team, and it's going to help. Don't, don't ask us about it, right? But even that, to me, would indict Harbaugh or whoever the head coach was. Chris, that I, that's I'm with you. That, 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 I hear, I've heard that line of thinking. Right. And the problem is, if you're Jim Harbaugh and the intel is working, Chris, you would say, where'd we get that from? Oh, my God. Who's scouting them? Like, you you would, the same way that if your intel's bad, who scouted this team? Right. Right. I, I, we got to do, I want a different scout. Okay. Well, Cause, and, cause we and, and, so, so the, the idea right. that you don't want to know where the information is coming from, good or bad, is BS. You know well, what I mean? Because you, you would want to know. If you go along with the 
I don't know. If you go along with the, okay, I won't ask anything, but you see how well it's working, then you the implication is, eh, it's something uh, untoward going on. You know what I'm saying, Rob? Right. Like, if our ratings shot through the roof and we were like to Rob G., what what is going on? Like what? And Rob, you just don't ask, don't worry about it. Right? Wait, we're either gonna push it like, nah, man, for real. What is going what, on? What's happening or here? Or it becomes right. understood that okay, you don't want to know, but it's working, right? Like, you believe me, guys, you don't want to know. It's better that you don't know. Just be happy it's working. Right? And Alex that, is working. That, an now extra- we're a part of it. Alex now is we're working part of it. an extra eight hours uh, acting like he's individual downloads to be able to get us to uh, three million. You know right, what I mean? Like right. I mean, but, but once we once we don't push it, but obviously to get us off of that track, there'd have to be a wink, wink, something like a look, man, just let it go. Just be glad that it's working. Right now, all of a sudden, even though we don't know, we're a part of it. And I think that's where Jim Harbaugh is if indeed that were even the case. But I just think they know, right? Because like we said, the, the, the bottom line is that if your integrity is put into question, and if you're a coach, the last thing, I mean, I, I don't know if it's the last thing. But you don't want that guys, hanging over no, your you head. Want, I want to be exonerated. You don't exonerated. want to be as a cheater. Right. right. And, and then down the road, when they do your, uh, when they do your legacy, Chris, or the Hall of yep. Fame, they could hold that against you. Like, yep. like at some time, that could be held against you. And, and I don't kids. know why you, you would want that. Oh, yeah, yeah, your dad did. He did win a championship at Michigan, but you remember it was after that cheating scandal. Right. You know, like, like that's the way it would look. Your, how do you talk to your kids about doing the right thing? Talk to your team, your players, about doing the right thing if all of this is hanging over your head? So, I, yeah, it is what it is. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our next guest is an NBA champion, three-point sharpshooter, our man, Eddie House. E. House, what up, brother? Good evening, my brothers. How are you guys doing? We are great, man. We are great, and it's great to have you on. And um, we all know you won your championship with the Boston Celtics. You do reporting for them now. Um, Last night, a big win over Philadelphia without Jalen Brown. Uh, And who was the other? It was another key player. Was it Porzingis? Porzingis, yeah. So, I mean, look, we don't want to make too much out of one game. We know it's a long regular season and all that. But what do you take from that game? And I think it was big for Boston because, of course, they had lost earlier in the year to Philadelphia. Well, not too much. I I take for for what it is. It was a good game for other guys to get on track, for guys that, you know, Derek White to go out there and have the 27 points a game. He affects the game in so many different ways. It was good for other guys, you know, because for the most part, you think about the three is going to be Tatum, Brown, and Porzingis. Right. But people also, they don't forget about Drew Holiday, but he's there too. And But people forget about Derek White. That was just a friendly reminder that, hey, man, I'm a baller out here too. Any given night, I could get you 20 points. And don't forget I'm an all-NBA defensive player as well. Hey, Eddie, let, let's go to the Lakers and uh, A.D., um, not a good performance uh, last night nine against against the Kings. Nine points, and he did use the uh, injury as kind of an excuse. It said, "I don't want to use it as an excuse, but I was in pain or I was hurting." You know what I mean? Like he did use it as an excuse. I couldn't what, jump. Right? What do you make? What did What do you just make of AD? And and uh, here we are again with the Lakers, and and AD's a question mark. Well, the problem is, and I've been saying this, you guys, it's on, it's on record. I've been saying, to me, that's been really the issue with the Lakers is AD's inconsistency. Whether it be being available or some nights he's available and he's a monster, and then the other nights it's like, damn, where was AD at, like last night? Um, so, to me, and it's not only AD's fault. So, if we're going to talk about the Lakers, let's talk about them. 
AR-15, uh, Austin Reeves, right? He was supposed to take his next step. Play. He's not playing particularly well. Why do you he think that is, Eddie? Is that what? Why is that? Is that because he was built up to be more than he is, or he's given more responsibilities, and now he can't live up to that? And when people weren't expecting anything, it was easier to play. What? Why? What? What happened from last year? I think the expectations are a lot higher than what he. At this particular moment, not saying eventually he can't get there, but for this moment to be the third guy in the NBA, when we start talking about big threes, right, when we go around, we talk about the Bradley Bills, the KDs, the Devin Bookers, right? Right. Would you put him in a, in a category Heck of a big no. three? No way. No way, no uh, so, how. So, right. So my point is that that's where the Lakers kind of have him as being that third guy. And no way, no how. Is he a third guy? Now, is he a complimentary player? Yes, he is. But as far as, like, when AD is struggling, can he pick him up? I don't see that happening so far this year. And not only him, D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell been, you know, hit and miss. I know he shot the ball particularly well last night, things like that. But for the most part, he's been inconsistent. So the only Is, one that, is that why he's been on nine teams? I, I, may, I mean, I – I, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to go the reason why he's been on that many teams. You know, keep getting your checks. I, I ain't, ain't nobody mad at that. But right. also, on the flip side of that, you know, Vanderbilt a, a, is out. And so I'm looking at the dynamic of that team. LeBron James cannot be the best player every single night and bail right. them out. The wins that they got are because of LeBron James. Right. The reason why they've been in basketball games is because of LeBron James. That heavy workload can't happen. That's not what he's supposed to be doing at this juncture in his career. He tried to pass it to AD. AD didn't want it. So right now we just seeing. I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do. They're gonna have to. I, again, I've been saying this for the longest. You got to move off of AD. What do you okay, mean, let's, Eddie? Let's, trade let's him. Stay, trade him. You got you got to move off of Anthony Davis. You got to move off of him. And I, I know it's not the popular response, and people are like, "Oh, you know what? Well, why would you do that? Then who are you going to go get?" I'm quite sure that there's teams out there that's looking to get seats in the arena, uh, uh, people in the arena, and he is a guy that can bring that. Night some nights he does. Every night on this championship level, right now, what they're trying to do, he's just not doing it right now. And if it is injury then it's the same old thing with him. And how many times you got to go through the same story? He did deliver a championship in the bubble. So you got your worth right there, in my, in my opinion. What about the team down the hall? 0-5 now with James Harden. Um, I thought they were going to beat Denver the other night. And yeah, then they, they, gave they, it they up looked at the a little end. better against better. Denver. But, yep. but even, look, Kawhi, PG and Harden put up numbers. Kawhi and Westbrook didn't. And then Kawhi and Westbrook don't talk to the media before they leave. So, I, I, I man, I think it's uh, going to be a serious chemistry experiment for Ty Lue there. Um, he's trying with the staggered lineups, you know, George and Russ, and then Harden and Kawhi. Like, what, what do you think the future holds for this group? Be honest with you, from what I've seen so far. I, and I'll try to give guys benefit of the doubt because guys know how to play. Been in the league, they're veterans, so they a lot of times you can figure it out. It's a short sample size, but from the sample size that I've watched, and I've watched the games, 
I just don't see it. I see that yeah. it's dysfunction. I'm talking about dysfunction, not like I don't like you and we're upset at each other. What I mean by dysfunction, I'm talking about offensively. There's really no rhythm. I, I think uh, was it last night that that was probably the best, or the other night that was the best that I actually seen them play. I agree. Together offensively, uh, it looked like they were trying to figure it out. And I, I'm with you, uh, Chris. Where this is the ultimate test of Ty Lue's X's and O's, understanding rhythm, understanding players, and putting the right unit together. They might not all be playing together. He might have to stagger some of these and find the two and three best players and group that up and then sometimes have two out there. Group that up. It's it's a tough task because I feel like there's too many guys that do the same thing, that dominate the ball. you got four guys that dominate the basketball. But I, but I, I will say this, and I, and I agree with you on Ty Lue, but I think you know since he's come to L.A. and I've gotten to watch him coach the Clippers – I really think he's a good coach. I think he can figure oh, it out. Absolutely a good coach. I really I'm with, do. I'm with that. I'm with that. Even if he don't I, I, figure I, it I, out, I he's a good coach. No, That's I know, but lie. I'm just saying, That's yeah, I'm just saying, like, I believe that he can figure it out because what he did with the Clippers once he came, you remember the Clippers with Doc, with, with, uh, Doc Rivers and what went on, and he lost Kawhi and still got him to the Western Conference Finals, and he made some changes to the team. He didn't just do the same old, same old that the Clippers have been doing. So I like him as a coach. Eddie, I love him as a coach. We, we see a few teams like upstarts. Uh, Minnesota is playing really well. Yep. Houston's yep. playing really well. Uh, OKC, I don't think that's really a surprise to people, but yep. – do the young teams I mentioned, um, do you think they're for real? And what, what kind is their ceiling this year? Well, I think Minnesota is for real. I, I, I think they're real because of this reason. They defend. You know, uh, with the Twin Towers back there, one thing I'll say is I don't think Carl Anthony Towns is a one. Anthony Edwards, that's his team. That's Anthony Edwards' team. And they cheated right. Anthony. They cheated Anthony Edwards out of the Rookie of the Year, Chris. We, we, oh, me yeah, and you both that. talked about that. Right. Absolutely. And if anybody has anything else to say about that, I will have to uh, question their basketball um, acumen. Okay, because right. it's Anthony Edwards' team. You got to let him do what he does. But I think defensively, he is he's buying into playing defense. You got two big guys in the back that protecting the rim is going to make it tough on you. They might not get blocked shots all the time. You know, we talk about the Stifle Tower and things like that. They might not block shots, but they change shots. They make you think when you get to the rim. You might have to make another play. Jaden McDaniels is somebody that people don't really talk about. I think one of the best wing defenders, young wing defenders, I should say, that we have in the game right now. Very long, still learning how to play the game of basketball. Only did one year at Washington. Comes over there. He gets a, um, he gets a deal this summer. And now the coach and that deal empowers him to be himself a little bit more and be more comfortable. You see him getting into the tussle with uh, with Clay Thompson, and yep. that tells me that they're not scared. Okay, so they're not scared. They're coming in, and the one thing that they're focused on is they're going to lock you down. I believe they're the number one team uh, net rating in on defense in the NBA, and that's right. one thing that can travel. Points aren't going to travel and won't translate every single night. But to me, that defense does. No, and they're, they're buying good. into defense. So they're going to be one of those teams that, to me, is, is the realest out of all them that you name. All right. That's our man, Eddie House. Great stuff, brother. We appreciate you. 
Thanks, Eddie. Right on. Y'all be cool. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, another team that's in dire straits that nobody expected to be are the Buffalo Bills. They're 5-5. Five and five. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Or I think now we both feel that way. Um, that they're not going to make the playoffs. They got a shot. They still got a shot, but their schedule is tough. Um, And they're just not playing good football. And, of course, Rob, after that last loss on Sunday, Stephon Diggs' brother, Trayvon Diggs, tweeted out that we got to get 14 out of there. That's his brother, Stephon, of course. Um, And then after sleeping on it, woke up in the morning 12 hours later, and double down. Double down. And tweeted, I'm paraphrasing, but everybody knows, you know, what Josh Allen, he just said he. I think he called him he or whatever he did. Right. Wasn't didn't start balling out or didn't really start playing well until Bro got there, until Stefan got there. Um, it's true that Josh became better. We talked about that, Rob, on this show when Stefan got sure there. We sure did. We talked but about But Stefan got a lot better, too. Stefan never made the Pro Bowl before Josh Allen, before he played with Josh Allen. And that, he had been and in that, the year five big, years. And that's a big thing. Uh, you can right. poo-poo it it's all both you of want. Them, right. Yeah, both of them helped each other. Two great players at, you know, complementary positions, and they helped each other. And that's why it'd be nice if they can stick together, Rob. But Stefan 
addressed the uh, tweets today, and here's what he said. I'm not responsible for how other people feel. Anybody in this room, for this matter, a reporter, a player, even my own brother, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love my brother. And the space that my brother's coming from is my family. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you want to know how he feels, you got to gotta take it up with him. If it was another fan or anybody else that commented on the game, y'all wouldn't have said that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just happened to be that it's my brother. But for me, I'm like, all right, you asking me how my brother feels, you know what I'm saying? You got to ask my brother how he feels about it. I never really said anything about being unhappy or um, in the instance of that. So when you draw conclusions as to stuff I've never said, that's what kind of troubles me because it kind of creates chaos where I haven't created. But can I, uh, uh, Stefan? Go ahead. I uh, know. All right, being, no, he's no. being uh, totally na- naive. All right. Yeah. Ahead, well, th- that's putting it kindly. No, first of all, um, it's your brother. It's not just another fan. Fan, exactly. If somebody some random you... woman says I'm ugly, so right. what? If right. my wife says it, it's a different story. Exactly. Right? I mean, come on, uh, Stefan, please. And then secondly, he says he's upset, I guess, with the media because he's like, I've never said, you know, I'm unhappy here and I want out and people are drawing these conclusions. That's what makes me upset. Well, if you never, I mean, his line of speaking, Rob, if you never said that to Trayvon, then you should be upset that he put it out there. 100%. That would be the pushback is that, A, I never said that. I'm not, I I can't believe my brother would even say that because I never said that to him. Chris, end of story. I can't believe my brother said that. And not I called at one him, time because you got brothers just like me, Rob. Right. And I called him and was and like, said, Dude, what, 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 are you you, doing? "What are you doing?" Right? Like, like, no, I did. I never mentioned that to my brother. And 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 for saying that, he can't understand why people would draw conclusions when your family, Chris, as you said. People who are close to you, who you let your guard down against, right? Because you expect them to have confidence. You can speak to them in confidence, right? Right. right. Absolutely. We all have confidants. And, yes. and it's not uh, a reach to think your brother, who we all know you're close with, and that's great, that he's your confidant. Right. And he knows how you really feel. And if anybody does, it's probably your fl- your fl- flesh and blood, yep. right? Absolutely. So, I, I mean, that's the naivete of it is like, I can't believe you would just take some some random person's thoughts and think that they have anything to do with me. No, it's but not Rob, some random is it, person. Is it's it your naivety? brother. Is it naivety or, or is he is just playing? playing I can't dumb? believe it's naivety. Yeah. Well, maybe I he's think just he's, playing dumb. And look, if my brother, who I am close with, tweeted out something like that about me. And I, if I said it to him, I would still call and be like, yo. What are you doing? You wasn't supposed to put that out there, man. I want you to re- retract it. And I'll, I got to deal with it. I'm still on the team. I got to deal with this. Right. Right? Like, even if I knew it was right. It was right. I'm like, dude, come on, man. That was you can't for put you. that out there. That That's was what, for you, your ears. Right. And if I didn't tell him that, and I never said I went out, I would be like, dude, like, what are you doing? You you got to put out a retraction, and I'm going to be asked about this tomorrow, of course, and I'm going to say I did not tell my brother that, and I talked to him last night, 
And I told him, you better put that retraction. I mean, we close. That's my brother. I love him. But right. he was out of line. He was wrong. I've never said I want out of here. I'm, I'm, look, we, we in a tough stretch, but we trying to win. I believe in our team. Like, like, come on, man. I mean, he and Rob, we don't know. Rob G, maybe you listened to the, you heard the whole interview. So jump in if you have something. But I, Rob, I, I, I'm hoping he was asked, well, did you talk to Trayvon? Right. What'd you tell him? Like, like you know like what I mean? Because I would call well, my brother us, that night. Right. Well, we don't get all the follow-ups because we always ask where the follow-up questions. You know what I mean? That yep. to, to try to pin somebody down, and it's real easy. And and like if well, Chris, I used to do this all the time, and I used to just ask people yes or no questions. I've talked to you about this before. There's no wiggle room, and then you have to and then you have to explain yourself. If I say to you, "Did you ever tell your brother?" You were unhappy in Buffalo. Yes or no? Right. There's no, there's no, do you see what I'm saying? There's no right. wiggle yep. room. And he has to answer it. And then he could go from there to explain, Chris. But that that's when you, when you really want somebody. Some people have always said, you don't ask yes or no questions. That's not true. Because you right. can't wiggle out of a yes or no. clarity. Yes, clarity. Did you ever tell your brother you were unhappy in Buffalo. There's a yes or no. That's all I want. Yes or no. No. I mean, I'm okay. Right, did right. you did you talk to your brother since this came out and asked him why he said this when you've never said this to him? Do you see it? Not now. I'm getting more information yep. from him. That's yep. the way I would handle it. No, I I agree. And and I don't. Rob G. Did you hear more of the interview? Do you know? If those questions were posed to uh, Stefan Dix, I don't know if Rob, Rob might have maybe Rob G's on a bathroom break? or something. Um, TM, but, TMI, Chris, we don't need to know he's on a bathroom. Break. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I'm just. I, I mean, there's only so he was many places. A sandwich? So many people. Well, that that's believable. Yeah, oh, look at you. There he he might have went to a sandwich. Probably went to get a, a triple decker burger and some fries and wow. a coke across the street, or, um, or 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 he went to get a manwich. You remember that? Those used to be. Remember that? Sloppy hey, Joe's. Right, sloppy Man, Joe's. When was the last time you had a sloppy Joe? It's I haven't a had a sloppy time. Joe in. Gosh, yeah, it's been a long. Sloppy time. Sloppy Joe's were good Joe. as a kid. I, yep, absolutely. They were. absolutely, but they were called not a meal. They were a manwich, not right. a sandwich. A manwich. <laughs> But Rob, from from Stefan's comments, I I I tend to like he did not dispel any thought that his brother's right. Like that 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 his brother that those are Stefan's actual feelings. You know? And look, and the the behavior, and I get it, receivers have for whatever reason, Rob. Nowadays, and really the last few decades, they've been volatile, right? Michael Irvin, we, Randy Moss, you know, a lot of, you know, diva receivers, they, they call them. Uh, Ocho Cinco, all that. So he's not the only one. He's not the first. T.O., of course. But, you know, that type, when you behave that way, it's easy to believe things like you want out. You know, like you're not happy, even if that's not true. And then what happened before, during the uh, off-season training, right? Right, right, right. No, it it just, so that's the stuff, you know, people aren't just making stuff up out of the blue. I would, I, I, I hate the thought of Stefan leaving Buffalo because I think he's got a great quarterback with all his warts. 
And Stephon's a great receiver, and they could really be something special. They obviously, they already are. They haven't won a championship, but they got a great connection. But we always and, talk about um, it. You don't even know. You go to other places, and right, and you don't know. Like is that is that a? Uh, and we always bring Devontae up Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams. Like you're going there, and then that quarterback got jettisoned out, Chris. And now you're you're like scrap heap of quarterbacks. Right. You don't even know who's throwing. You, you may never play with another great quarterback. No, nope. I mean real talk. That's like, a, that's a that's a real possibility in in uh, uh, in Vegas. Yep, yep. So I I just you know we'll see how this team responds to this. But I, I don't think Stefan dispel any notion that he wants out, and uh, we'll see if that becomes a problem. Uh, I think Rob one of their biggest problems is their lack of mental toughness, their lack of togetherness. They just seem like a team that's emotionally spent. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 